Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the February 27th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 396 to 401 of the Catechism. 3. Original Sin Freedom Put to the Test Paragraph 396 God created man in his image and established him in his friendship. A spiritual creature, man can live this friendship only in free submission to God. The prohibition against eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil spells this out. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall die. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil symbolically evokes the insurmountable limits that man, being a creature, must freely recognise and respect with trust. Man is dependent on his creator and subject to the laws of creation and to the moral norms that govern the use of freedom. Man's first sin, 397. Man, tempted by the devil, let his trust in his creator die in his heart and abusing his freedom, disobeyed God's command. This is what man's first sin consisted of. All subsequent sin would be disobedience towards God and lack of trust in his goodness. 398. In that sin, man preferred himself to God and, by that very act, scorned him. He chose him, he chose himself, over and against God, against the requirements of his creaturely status and therefore against his own good, constituted in a state of holiness Man was destined to be fully divinized by God and glory. Seduced by the devil, he wanted to be like God, but without God, before God, and not in accordance with God. 399. Scripture portrays the tragic consequences of this first disobedience. Adam and Eve immediately lose the grace of original holiness. They become afraid of the God of whom they have conceived a distorted image, that of a God jealous of his prerogatives. Paragraph 400. The harmony in which they had found themselves, thanks to the original justice, is now destroyed. The control of the soul's spiritual faculties over the body is shattered. The union of man and woman becomes subject to tensions. Their relations, henceforth, marked by lust and domination. Harmony with creation is broken. Visible creation has become alien and hostile to man. Because of man, creation is now subject to its bondage to decay. Finally, the consequence explicitly foretold for this disobedience will come true. Man will return to the ground, for out of it he was taken. Death makes its entrance into human history. Paragraph 401. After the first sin, the world is virtually inundated by sin. There is Cain's murder of his brother Abel and the universal corruption which follows in the wake of sin. Likewise, sin frequently manifests itself in the history of Israel, especially as infidelity to God of the, to the God of the covenant and as transgression of the law of Moses. And even after Christ's atonement, 
Sin raises its head in countless ways among Christians. Scripture and the Church's tradition continually recall the presence and universality of sin in man's history. What Revelation makes known to us is confirmed by our own experience. For when man looks into his own heart, he finds that he is drawn towards what is wrong and and sunk in many evils which cannot come from his good creator. Often refusing to acknowledge God as his source, man has also upset the relationship which should link him to his last end, and at the same time he has broken the right order that should reign within himself as well as between himself and other men and all creatures. So very well, here we have the beginning of the section on original sin and to see that this sin is truly a a terrible thing that Adam's sin is not simply to eat of an apple even though the Bible says nothing about apples but anyway it's not to eat simply of the fruit of the tree it's not some sort of a precept we have this idea of sin many times that sin is simply to uh, to break a tiny rule that doesn't make any difference so the, the speed limit is 30. You think, well, I'm going to go 35. It doesn't make any difference. I'm a good driver. Nobody gets hurt. Nothing is wrong. If there isn't a policeman, if there isn't a speed camera, sure, we'll be fine. That isn't sin. Sin is a rebellion against God. It's something much deeper than this. Sin is to do harm to ourselves. That this idea of preferring myself to God. When I think that I am more important than God, God had this plan to divinize man, to make man like himself. He wasn't hiding anything from him. He wasn't holding anything back. But that we wanted this way to to have our happiness without God. You know, he was trying to do it all by himself. You know, setting ourselves against God. And that this is the, um, the beginning of all our problems. This is the beginning of all the evil in the world. The beginning of all the bitterness. Of all the sadness. Even of human death itself. Of sickness. All these things come because of sin. And the Lord is inviting us back to himself. This is the, um, this is the other side. I mean I said before talking about sin. That sin is the opposite side of the coin to the good news. But thank God, the more important sign of the coin is always this good news. That there is a good news there. That God wants to help us. That God wants to take care of us. To see that he allows us to find our happiness in him. You know, that we can find once again um, peace in him. That he can even bring good out of evil. That he can allow a goodness to appear again on the earth. That's where we'll be continuing after we finish with looking at sin in the redemption but that the sin is a necessary preparation for the redemption if we don't see our sin if we don't see our iniquity if we don't see our fault if we don't see our need if we don't see the tragic situation we're in we're not going to go to god for help if you don't realize that you're drowning you're not going to shout for help you're not going to take the life boy when it's thrown to you and you'll just be finished and this is why sin is so tragic that oftentimes today people don't believe in sin. 
The people, yeah, sure, they'll believe in God. Yes, sure, they'll believe in the angels. Maybe not the devil and definitely not in sin. And to see that sin is something that is there, that is persecuting us, and that Jesus Christ has the remedy, he has the cure, he has this forgiveness, he has this mercy. And that first of all, we need to realise that it's not mercy for somebody out there. It's not mercy for some terrible person that's in jail. But it's mercy that I need more than anybody else. So tomorrow we'll continue looking at this section on sin. And so tomorrow we'll be looking at numbers 402 to 412 of the Catechism. God bless.